0: Let's bow our heads for prayer. Gracious and loving Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the ways that you work in our lives. And we pray by the power of your spirit and your word that you would encourage us to live our lives for you, that others might see the hope that we have and see Christ in us. Lord, help us to be your people in all things. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Our lessons today all have to deal with forgiveness and the whole idea of what it means to forgive. And we need to remember that forgiveness is really at the heart of what Christianity is all about. It's that that one thing that distinguishes Christianity from uh, just about every other religion in the world. Because the cross is central to everything. Jesus' death for us on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins is where God pours out upon us all of our blessings. It's all about Christ. If we look at our text today, it really flows out of that that text from last week. If you remember, it was Matthew 18. If your brother sins against you, show him his fault. And so Jesus is taught all of that. And Peter comes up to him and says, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how many times should I forgive him? Seven times? And Jesus says, Peter... You really don't get what this is all about, do you? I I say to you not seven times, but but seventy seven times. And in some translations, seventy times seven. Well, which one of us is going to bother to actually keep count of the number of times somebody sins against us? The point here is that we are to what? Forgive wholly and completely. And then Jesus follows it up with a a parable, and we actually studied that parable earlier online uh, in our Bible class on the parables, but he talks about the kingdom of heaven is is like this. It's like a a king who has some servants, and and the king wants to start settling his debts. And so as he's calling his servants to him and settling debts, he comes across one servant who owes him 10,000 talents. Now, what Jesus is doing here is being very, very uh, outlandish here. Because 10,000 talents is a lot. It depends on, on how you figure this, but uh, a talent is actually a, a measure of weight. It's not actually a coin. It's a measure of weight. So it depends on what commodity you're using. If they were using silver, uh, 10,000 talents of silver in our money today would be around $300 million. If they were talking about talents of gold, we're talking more like about $20 billion This is an outlandish debt. And because the man pleads to the king, the king is willing to forgive the debt. Now, think about this for a moment. This is like God. And we, in, in, in so many ways, are, are piling up the debts against God with all of our sin. We far surpass the 77 times or the 490 times or however you want to figure it. Some of us can, can surpass that just in the morning before we finish breakfast. Because remember, it's not just about the things that we do wrong, it's the things that we leave undone, and it's the sins of our thoughts and our words and our deeds, right? We've piled up this outlandish debt against God, and what does God do? He pours out His blessings to us, He rains them down upon us in the form of His Son, Jesus Christ. I love that image. It's raining, it's pouring. And we see that rain coming down. And God sends the rain and it waters the earth and it comes down upon the believers and the unbelievers alike between, upon the righteous and the wicked. He sent His Son to die for the sins of the whole world. That the whole world might have life and yet not everybody reaches out to To catch a few drops of that blessing. God offers it to us. We need to grab hold of it. To understand the preciousness of the gifts that he gives to us. Gifts that he pours out with love and and grace and mercy. To forgive the huge debt that we've piled up against him. And we can usually figure that out. And we appreciate and we're grateful and thankful for what Christ has done. But so many times it stops there, even though we know it's supposed to go further. We pray it. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. In other words, the next step is to extend that forgiveness of God to forgive others. And yet, we are so reluctant. We behave somewhat like this servant who's been forgiven the multitude of everything. And then when we find somebody who's hurt us or angered us, we find it so difficult to forgive. And in anger, we might even lash out. And that's not what God would have us to do. He would have us to live in grace and to extend his grace, his love, and his forgiveness to other people. In other words, our faith should be reshaping our lives and the way that we live. We see that in our, in our epistle reading today. Just let me go to a few of those verses. One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. And then here... And so the reminder here is that as we live, we live and we do the things we do in honor of the Lord and giving thanks to God. In other words, the things that we do in our daily lives as we interact with the people around us, as we go to work and we go to school and we interact with our family and our friends, what we are to do is to always be giving honor to the Lord and thanking God. But we forget that. To honor the Lord is to walk in his ways. When he says to love one another as I have loved you and to forgive one another as I have forgiven you. God pours out his blessings upon us each and every day. And so often as he pours out his blessings upon us, we forget. We want to keep all of those blessings to ourselves. And we forget that we are to extend them to those around us. And that as God's people, we are to to look to him for guidance and grace. To look to him, to to how to move in this world, how to deal with people, how to interact. to forgive. Some of you should have received in the mail this last week a letter from our stewardship board announcing that we're moving into a, a capital campaign for a couple of years. You notice that the name of that campaign was God's blessings raining down and God's people looking up. Let me tell you where that comes from. It comes from thunderstorms in this area during a monsoon season and all of the rain that comes down and every time that happened, uh, we would be looking up to see all of the leaks coming in in our school building. God's blessings raining down and certainly in a desert environment, we, are, we cherish every raindrop, but when they come through the roof, that wasn't so fun. We had over 27 leaks in our school building and some of them weren't just drip, drip, drip drip. Some of them were (laughs) We had leaks in this building too. God's blessings pouring down but then you start looking up and you see the needs. And what did God do? He blessed us. Our Lutheran Church Extension Fund had a program to take out a loan the first year of that loan interest free. So the goal of this capital campaign is to pay off as much in this first year while it's interest-free, so the second year when there's a small amount of interest that we, we don't have a whole lot of that loan left. Took out a loan for $150,000, the cost of fixing all our, of our roofs, $160,000, real close. So this campaign is for a $200,000 campaign over two years. And so what we ask is that you would prayerfully consider God's blessings to you. And how you might be a blessing uh, to the church in paying off all of that, that loan and those needs. Again, if you want to give a, a, a major gift right up front and just be done with it, you can do that. If you want to give a little bit every month, you can do that. More information is coming out over the next couple weeks. But again, it's about being God's stewards and understanding how we use the, the stewardship of the love and the grace and the mercy and the forgiveness. But also the stewardship of our, our talents and our treasures. It's about understanding how God works in our lives to forgive us and how we look to him in blessings. Now, some people might say, why are we doing this during this time of pandemic? Well, I got to tell you, because the mission of God's people goes on. The work of God's kingdom has never, has, has never stopped. It changed a little bit. Changed a lot. It was really weird. I got to tell you, really weird preaching for a period of time to empty pews. And just trusting that the technology of the day was going to carry the message out to you, his people. And now I have some of you here and there's still some that are home watching. As I mentioned earlier, even binge watchers of, of the, of the uh, sermons and the worship services. But we know that what God has done through this is extended the message because there are, at last look, still over 20, people in over 20 different states tuning in to watch in over 14 different countries. It's amazing what's happened even during this time of pandemic where people are hungry for God's word and being blessed in a variety of ways. God's pouring out his blessing to us, as I mentioned earlier, in the enrollment in our school. Or people are coming for in-person learning, but that gives us opportunity to what? Share the gospel and touch the lives of children and their families with Jesus Christ. I gotta be honest with you, if we hadn't fixed that school roof, we wouldn't be here in person right now. And so we thanked the Lord for getting that done over the summer because it's allowed us to continue to do ministry and mission. As God's people, we need to remember that our ministry and the mission of God continues to work in our lives because as God's people, we continue to look up and we look to the cross and we're mindful there of what Christ has done for us and that he has indeed set us free from the chain of sin to fly, to fly in the freedom of the gospel, to fly into this world to not be afraid to share the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ to be mindful that it's all about not just soaking it up for ourselves and keeping it tight to ourselves, but Christ reminds us to forgive others because it's the power of that forgiveness that brings people into the kingdom of God, to let people know that they are loved and cherished, that they're precious in his sight, and that no matter how much debt they've racked up, even 10,000 talents of gold, God can still forgive. That he takes us right where we're at and works in our hearts and our lives and calls us his own. We are indeed forgiven people and we are indeed told to go out to one another and to continue to forgive. Be mindful of the blessings of God that have rained down upon you and take the time to thank the Lord for them to live it in your life every day, to honor the Lord with the way that you walk and talk and the way that you conduct yourselves with other people, to always thank the Lord for what he has done and return to him what he's entrusted to you. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all of our human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the true faith of God in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.